because of the duplication factor in network marketing, it's a business model that you should have sequential growth each and every month. It's not something you join and then you just hang out. Uh, those are called social clubs. I understand that the only goal that many leaders appear to have today in this business model is to keep people on Zooms and on auto ship. But there's more to success in network marketing than just hanging out on Zooms and getting your auto ship every month. And that's what we're going to talk about in this week's session, the six distinct stages to MLM success. Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. I got to apologize in advance for this session. I, I really don't have a clear uh audience on who this is really for. Uh, it's definitely for our APL Go team members. I think our current members will benefit from this information. Uh, my grandkids down the down the road, if one of them decides they're going to build a network marketing team, uh, team members, you know, two, three, four years from now, I, I believe will benefit. Uh, I think what I'm trying to do, I just want to document where we are personally at this point on our journey. I know some of you have been following the last two or three months. Uh, what I've learned, and hopefully we'll bring value to the listeners in this session, as I've said in past episodes uh, over the last you know two or three two or three months, you know I've, I've been very public and and about documenting my goals over the next five years, the path, where I want to go, what I want to what I want to accomplish, what I see as possible. And I hope by following along in that journey, it will benefit people, you know, 5, 10, 15 years from now, because I just believe it is what it is. You know, I, I've said, you know, my goal is to help 500 people become full-time six-figure earners. I want to help 10 people become millionaires on our personal team and build an organization of over 125,000. Uh, because if I do that, then I doubled my best five-year run ever in this profession. And, you know, I see Rupp Arena 2025, uh, 10,000 people in attendance from our personal team at an event where we do uh, The Dream Continues. You know, so I, I've made all that very public, and it takes a lot of guts to do that, honestly. But I think this podcast down the road will eventually just become success stories probably hosted by somebody else, but success stories of people that got involved with our team and and this journey. I mean, that's where I see this ultimately going. 
at the time of this recording, Dawn and I have been in the field, you know, building again for about two and a half months. Our first month was the launch phase, and we went all out because, as I've taught for many years, I understand the hardest part is getting the airplane off the ground. you got to get a lot of energy, a lot of speed coming down the run, 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 runway in order for the plane to lift off, to get in the get off the ground. You know, people try to go on autopilot way too soon. you got to get the business launched, and I understood that, understand that. Uh, so our first month, I mean, it was all out. Uh, and even though APL Go has 252,000 distributors around the world, you know, they had just launched in the USA, and we were the number one recruiters in the world for August, which was shocking, honestly. Didn't even know they recognized the number one recruiters in the world. And then we turned around and did it again uh, in September. And so our first two months with this company from a launch recruiting standpoint were were very good. Uh, and this month, October, we're in the middle of the month at the time of this recording, is just really a month of reflection. Uh, our, launch, our launch is over. Uh, yes, we'll still recruit and add a few qualified people to our team and stay in touch and in front of those that we've placed in the Eagle file, which are quite a few at this point, about 30 or 40 people in our Eagle file. Uh, but at this point, we just have to really focus on the people we have, figure out why they're here, what they want, and help them progress and move forward towards their reasons, their goals. Honestly, I've just about worn myself out. I mean, I really have. Uh, we've been going just full bore. Uh, I, I sincerely need a vacation. And uh, at the end of the month is Dawn and I's uh, wedding anniversary, and I'm just trying to figure out a way we can just get away for a few days and, you know, head to the beach. Uh, but honestly, our plate is beyond full. Uh, the last quarter is the busiest quarter of the year in our businesses, our other businesses. And I am so far behind on putting together the holiday campaigns. We have uh, merchandise that's been sitting here that needs to be shipped to Amazon for Amazon FBA for the businesses we have that participate in the Amazon FBA program. Um, we're in the process of still refining all of our our systems for APL Go. I'm, I'm, I have a couple more that I want to initiate soon. So we just got a lot going on. And at this point, we have team members in six distinct stages most network marketing leaders that are listening, you can recognize these stages and see people on your team that are in one of these six stages as well. And I think it really helps as leaders to understand where are my people because not everybody's on the same page. Not everybody has the same skill sets. Not everybody has the same work ethic, uh, the same goals, reasons, desires. Everybody on your team is an individual, and this business is about helping other people get what they want. That's the bottom line. You can have anything in life you want if you do what? Zig told us, help enough other people get what they want, and I believe that. So at this point, the goal is to help people continually get past hurdles that they're going to have, uh, 
whatever they may, may be. And hurdles is a real interesting concept. It's something I haven't talked. I, I think I did do a podcast on this now that I think about it. Uh, I'll try to put it in the show notes because I know we did do a podcast on hurdles. But what happens is this whole business is so predictable because the real product is people. I can't tell you what one individual will do, but I can tell you what 99 out of 100 will do. And again, I think this goes kind of back to my magic days and just understanding how people think and the the program responses within human beings. And when people start, if they if they if they start, they're going to have a beginning spurt, and then it's going to be followed by a lull, and then a slump. Sometimes the lull can turn into a slump if people aren't careful, and then they get out of their slump. They'll never have a slump as bad as their original slump, and they start down the road again. And as they go down this path, down this road, they're going to run into hurdles. And as a leader, you must help them try to figure out what is their hurdle and then help them jump that hurdle, get through it and continue down the road moving forward. And, you know, it's down the road, another hurdle. And and there's a few hurdles and then there's a plateau and then there's the final run to $10,000 a month or whatever they're looking for in this profession. I've watched it happen over and over and over. I I did a whole webinar on this called The Road to $10,000 a Month. You can go over at MLMHelp.com if you want and check out the road. Just do a search, and that webinar will come up. But but it's so predictable. Again, I, I don't know a lot, but I've been watching this for 40 years. So the go is to, right now, for me, is to try to figure out who do I have, what do they want, where are they going, what do they need, where do they need to get better at. And unfortunately, with a lot of people – a lot of people on your team, a lot of people in this industry, uh, the start stops most people. The start stops most people, and it's because they're bound by fear. Now, I've done four podcasts in MOM Success on this channel uh, on just the, the topic of fear. I hadn't realized I'd done that many, but I was doing a, another training earlier this week and I just did some research and there's four different podcasts here just on fear because it's such a big issue. The reason a lot of people get involved and then just hang out on auto ship and zooms is because they have fear. They cannot get through that fear. They cannot really understand what are their self-limiting beliefs. And, you know, really for me at this point, all I can do is point them to the podcast, and you can never overcome fear, overcome any fear, until you admit that you have it. And so many people cannot admit that they have a fear. What they do is they take that fear and they turn it into an excuse that I don't have time, uh, my kids have soccer now, and so on and so forth. If you've been around this industry any time at all, you've heard that multiple times. Multiple times. Because the truth is, there's people that have kids in soccer and other activities that they're using as excuses who have worked through those, around those, underneath those, whatever they had to do, and still went out and built a very profitable business. 
it's it's how bad do you really want it? You know, it, it's easy to make excuses. People that make excuses don't make money. People that make money don't make excuses. So I understand that. And it's really hard when people are bound by fear and they they trick themselves into thinking it's something else other than the fact that they're just afraid to get in front of enough people to get their airplane off the ground. It's numbers. And, and again, people are bound up by what somebody else thinks about them. It's amazing to me. I mean, I realize this early, early in my career because I don't care what somebody else thinks. I sincerely don't. I mean, I, I, I might have a little of that, but from, from when I was younger, but really, uh, I don't really care what anybody else thinks. I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to treat people the way I want to be treated. I'm going to say what I mean and mean what I say. And if you get offended by that, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to offend anybody ever. Would never intentionally try to offend somebody. But sometimes people have to be jarred and woke up and they have to engage their brain and think. They get in habitual patterns that lead nowhere. Habitual patterns that lead nowhere. And they need to stop and think about who am I, where am I going, what I want to do, where's my focus been the last week, month, year, five years. If I continue to do what I've always done the way I've always done it, I'm going to continue to get the same results that I've gotten up to this point in my life. Einstein said ignorance at its highest level is to continue to do what you've always done the way you've always done it, expecting different results. It's amazing. So if you have hurdles, you have to identify those hurdles or find a mentor that can help you identify those hurdles, and then you're the only one that's going to get through those hurdles. There's not another training program you can listen to. There's not another podcast or book that you can read that suddenly you're going to change. It takes the ability to admit, here's where I am. This is my game plan. I'm working through it. I had to do this many times in my life and will continue to do it. You know, I I had to get past my fear of picking up the telephone early in my career. And, and I've done a whole course just overcoming phone fear because it's important. I knew if I was going to get to where I wanted to go, there's no people that are leaders in this profession that are scared of the telephone, Dale. So you got to get through it. You got to you got to understand why you have fear of picking up that phone and making those appointments and doing what you need to do or you're never going to get where you want to go. It was a major hurdle for me. And it is for a lot of people. But the point is, we all have hurdles. What's yours? What is your hurdle? And there's leaders that have hurdles. And, and, and most leadership hurdles in this profession are around their ego. At one time, I owned the domain momego.com, and I was going to write a book, but I never gotten around to it, maybe one day. But we've seen that. Man, I've seen it a lot in the last uh, uh, a couple of months. It's just unbelievable. You know, I did a podcast session on false pride keeps most network marketers broke. And it's true. It's true. Uh, you know, we did the whole thing about poaching distributors, and that's just ridiculous. It's a ridiculous concept, but it's mainstream in network marketing. Let me get to the stages. So let's look at the stages 
I, I could, man, I could go off on some of this stuff. It just, it, it's unbelievable. Uh, people that I don't know why people can't get out of their own way. Why they can't get out of their own way. You know, it's the quality of questions that we ask ourselves is in direct, our, the quality of our life is in direct proportion to the quality of questions that we ask ourselves and then answer them truthfully. Truthfully. You know, so, you know, again, network marketing should be about progression every single month, not about sitting around, uh, being in a cult like atmosphere, getting your high five from your, uh, from your guru, uh, because you sponsored your mama last month. You know, that's not a business. It's something else. I'm not sure what it is, but it's not a business. So the sixth stage is number one, they enrolled. They enrolled. And I have a lot of people, and I've said this many times, there's a certain number of people in this profession that has been for years that they will peak the day they sign the application. They peak the day they join. That's the height of their network marketing career. I don't understand it, don't want to understand it, can't begin to understand it, don't have time for it. But that's the truth. Many people will peak the day that they sign up. I don't know why. And you can listen to anybody teaching any type of business model. Doesn't matter what, what, what it is. It inside, outside network marketing. It doesn't matter. A lot of people get all fired up about a business, about getting rich, about becoming an entrepreneur. Uh, they, the starting gate opens and they just sit in the starting gate. They don't even walk out, much less run out. I don't understand it. I don't, and I don't have time to try to figure it out. Uh, I've watched it for 40 years. I just know it is what it is. Now, in some cases, life happens. You know, I have, uh, a, a lady that I worked with a long time ago, and uh, I thought she would be a great asset to our team. And I contacted her and said, you know, can we set a phone time? And found out that her son had re- just recently died. Uh, I've had people that they have, they're going through health problems, or their spouse is going through health problems, or another family member is going through health problems. We have one of our superstars right now. Her mom's back in the hospital and prayers to you, Kamisha. And, you know, it's going to happen like that, guys. The, it, life happens. So some people don't start after they enroll just because something, a life event happens that threw them off kilt, off tilt for a while. And, and But for most people, it's not a life event. It's just some type of, I'm assuming, fear. I don't know why people join uh, if they think that, you know, that I used to talk about people join, they take their distributor kit, put it under their couch, and every now and then pull it out and wait for the $100 bills to start flying out of their distributor kit. I don't know why it's that way. I just know it is, and I've also learned to work with the way it is and try not to fight it. Just work with the way it is. Number two is we have a lot of people and they're engaged. They're on our private uh, weekly Zoom trainings for our team. They are in our private Facebook group 
and they're commenting and they're asking questions and they're answering questions and they're supporting people and they're welcoming new people that are joining the team. And they understand something is definitely going on with this company. Uh, they're, they're certain of it. Uh, and again, they're engaged, but they're engaged. And I guess it takes a certain amount of engagement before people can get to stage three, which stage three is they're launching or they have launched. And I have a few people that have launched and I have other people that are in the process of launching their business right now. For me, the launch took about 30 days and then I had some cleanup to do the second month. But my, my major launch happened the first 30 days because I understand, you know, and again, a lot of times, unless you've had the experience, you really don't understand how important that launch is. And I've had people that I've worked with in the past, they've been around a company three or four or five years, and then they decide to to relaunch their company. They quit and relaunch. I've had that happen, and that will happen here. I'm sure I'll have people two, three years from now say, you know what, I'm just going to quit, start all over, and relaunch my business. I hope that doesn't happen, but I know it will because it's just the way it is. I don't understand it all. I just know how it is. I've watched it for 40 years. So the third the third part of this, the third segment, the third phase is they are in a launching mode or they've already launched. And there's some people that think they've launched but they haven't launched. Here's my definition of a launch, that you contact enough people in a 90-day period where you have 50 confirmed no's. I've been to your website. I saw the three-minute video. I have no interest. That's what you're looking for. I've been to your website. I saw the three-minute video. I wasn't curious. Uh I wasn't curious. I wasn't interested. Uh, I have no interest. And then all I have to do is figure out, okay, cool. How am I going to respond? Do I know this person? If I don't know the person, then my response is different than I do know the person. What's been shocking to me is I'm getting these type of responses from people that six, seven, eight months ago were telling me how their checks were going down, their company was changed the formula in the product, and on and on and on, griping and complaining about where they were, and now all of a sudden I give them a way out, and I don't know if it's ego or if it's – I mean, I don't know what it is. And and now all of a sudden it's the greatest company in the world and they're not interested in looking at an option. It's sad to me. So sometimes I'll pull out my two by four and I'll send them something and hit them upside the head just to try to engage their brain. And sometimes I won't. Sometimes they'll go in the Eagle file. Sometimes they'll go in my general database. Uh, one of the things I'm doing, if I know them, is saying, hey, no problem. Can I get your postal mailing address so I can get some samples in your hands? And that's working like, as you got the people on our team know, is working phenomenal just to keep the connection. Uh, and then we've had people that when they get the $5 letter regarding the samples and they think, my gosh, this is marketing genius. What if I'd had this with XYZ company? And then they look at the videos on candyvitaminsamples.com. 
and they look at the videos there and they look at the testimonies and they understand how the product's made and the uniqueness category creating product that it is. And from just saying, hey, no problem, can I get your postal mailing address so I can get some samples in your hands and then sending them to that website and they start seeing some of the documentation and it's like, man, if I had this letter to this website, I could blow this up. And I'm, and no kidding. Yeah, you could. That's why I contacted you to begin with. So we have people that – a lot of people end up joining us after the initial no, because, but only because I just said, hey, no problem. Can I get your postal mailing address? Blah, blah, blah. So until you've gotten 50 no's in 90 days, you haven't launched. And – and if you haven't got 50 confirmed no's in 90 days, it's only it's probably because of time management or fear or a combination. Because if you're on our team, you know how to get yourself in front of, you know, 50 to 100 network markers in less than an hour of work time every day because we've we've taught all that. And you know that you have those systems. So. We have, during this launch process, I mean, we've definitely stirred up the hornet's nest with a couple of companies. Um, they know APL Go is here, and they're scared, and understandably, uh, you know, this thing is just rolling. And, you know, it's we've done over a million dollars our second month in sales during a whisper launch. Okay, the second month, it's it's un, it's not the official launch is not going to be until probably March, um, but kind of this whisper launch, and we've already done we did over a million dollars in sales our second month, and that just doesn't happen. So people know we're here, and as I told people from the beginning, you know, in six months, every network marketer on the planet is going to have heard of APL Go. And, and you know, a year from now, they'll start taking a serious look. And then two years from now, they'll take a real serious look. And two years from now, I mean, the masses are coming. Those that had, will wish that they had taken a real serious look when they first heard about it. And that's what's going to happen. It's very predictable. I've watched this play out way too many times. So, uh, you know, I, I, I think the thing during the launch, working with a lot of inexperienced people or people that have been in cultures that appeal to mediocrity for five or ten years, and we have a lot of those on our team. They've never experienced what we do, how we do it. You know, they, they've just been in, hey, get on our Zoom and stay on ship, and, you know, we'll stroke your ego and appeal to your mediocrity. And... I don't play those games. I don't believe in it. Uh, I believe people are here for a reason. It's my responsibility to do everything I can to help them get what they want. And But there's been a lot of people that have just never really – they don't really understand the numbers. Uh, I, I was talking to a, to a, a young lady last week, and, and she said, Dale, I, made out, I mailed out my first experienced network marketers. Hear what I'm getting ready to say. This You'll find this amusing. She said, I mailed out my first 10 letters, my $5 letters, and only five people ordered the samples. Five didn't even order. And from the five people that ordered, only two of them became my customers. 
And I'm thinking, what were you expecting? And the five people that did not order the samples, did you follow the text sequence that we gave you? After they received the letter, did you send them the on the fourth day the text, the fifth day the text, the sixth day the text? Because I know she didn't. She wasn't following the system as it had been laid out. Or those five, it would have been, you know, maybe one or two that didn't, but she would have had more. But my bottom, the bottom line is, this girl brand new, just got started, never been in the industry, other than as a, a product consumer with a couple of companies, got started, mailed out ten letters, got two customers her first week, and 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 I don't know was she expecting to get ten? I mean, I just don't know. Uh, you know, I have people say, "Well, Dale, I've contacted fifty cold responses or fifty people, and I haven't had any response yet." And it's like, how many were you expecting to get? And 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 I asked this this gentleman. I said, when did you when did you contact him? He said, this morning. <laughs> this morning. And where were you contacting them? Through LinkedIn. Okay. Do you realize that most people do not log on to LinkedIn, but maybe once a week. Okay, so you sent out 50, you haven't had any response this morning, and you haven't had any response yet. Man, what do I, Dale, what do I need to do? Send out 50 more. Send out 50 more. For every 100 messages that you send out that we share with you, you're going to get a 1% to 3% response. 1% to 3%. But you can do it in less than an hour. And if you do that every day, uh, if you do that every day for 30 days, at the end of the month, you will have created 30 to 90 quality prospects. It's again, they people, uh, we got a, this whole launch process and understanding the numbers. And again, I don't know what, what it is. I mean, I understand the fear part, but people have such high expectations and, it's just kind of amazing. And then people say, well, Dale, they came back and they said this. What do I say? Dale, they said this. What do I say? And you only have like two or three choices. You can send them to candyvitaminsamples.com for more information. You can ask them uh, what questions do we need to answer for you before we get you started. There's only two or three things you do. And whatever you do, just be value-focused Focus on why are they responding? What are they looking for? What 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 prompted them to respond to reply to you? And just be value focused and see how we might be able to help them. Uh, you know, people. Well, Dale, they unfriended me on social media. What what should I do? See if you can get five more to unfriend you before the day's over. You know, you have to understand the numbers, and the market you're dealing in. We're exposed to 5,000 advertising pieces a day in the United States. 5,000 a day. How many do you pay attention to? How many do you pay attention to? You're exposed to 5,000 a day. How many do you pay attention to? Why do you think they're going to pay any attention to yours? Why do you think they're going to pay any attention to yours? We're all looking for the right people at the right time in their life. Guys, you all heard Heather, uh, the podcast session we did with Heather. Think about that. 
Why did she pay attention to the message? She didn't know the person well, but the timing was right. Why did she take action? Because she has enough experience and been around long enough to understood, understood, and she understood that the stars had lined up. When she evaluated the company, she probably can eliminate them very quickly as I can. But when the stars line up, they line up. So you have to understand the numbers when you're launching and really throughout the rest of your career in this business because the numbers are changing all the time. The numbers today are not what they were five years ago or 10 years ago or 20 years ago. They're not. You have to get through more people. Every year in network marketing, the last 20 years, you're going to have to contact more people than you did the previous year to get the same results. Let me say that again. I've said that on other podcasts, but for the last 20 years, the number of people that you're going to have to contact the next year, the next year, the next year is more than the previous year just to stay even and get the same results that you received. The great news is today, in today's digital world, you can get through more people quicker and faster and easier than you could have ever been able to do it. That's the good news. But there's a lot of people that are trying to work this business with paradigms from 20 years ago when they could go into the marketplace and hand out, you know, 10 VHS uh, uh, opportunity VHSs. And from that 10, you know, Three or four will be would be open for more information, and they think they can send ten messages through Facebook or a social media platform and get those kind of numbers. They're naive. It's not going to happen. Why? Because we're getting bombarded daily with messages, and the bottom line is we're looking for the right people at the right time in their life. You know, you've got a number. Uh, you've got a number for you to get from where you want to go, from where you are to where you want to go. X number of people contacted equals your reasons fulfilled. That's why we've been asking our team members to find the Jim Rohn, how to build a network marketing organization. Are those that are MM training club members, the three hour private seminar he did for our organization is uh, in your, in the back office. And to really go through that audio CD and and memorize it, memorize that training. That's one of the few trainings I ask people to memorize. And it's just so important to get that from your head to your heart. It made the biggest difference for me in my career, the biggest difference when I really got it, when I understood X number of people contacted equals reasons fulfilled. It's a numbers game. And everybody you talk to, their window is open or it's closed. And if it's closed, cool. No problem. Can I get your postal mailing address so I can get some samples in your hands and put them in your Eagle file? If you if there's someone you'd like to work with later on, I, everybody that I contact, they either go in a general database or they go in my Eagle file because I know the timing in their life is going to change at some point. And when it does, I want them to think of me. Eagle file. A lot of times we go in the marketplace, we create communication, and that's it. We don't, we don't follow up. We don't document it. We don't keep their information, their email, their name, their ad, nothing. We just, we're just on to the next one. And guys, you put the time, energy, and effort. You got a response. You created some type of communication. Then follow up. Hang on to those people. 
Hang on to those people. Uh, and here's, here's the bottom line. It's, it's like, are you willing to contact however many people it takes for you to get from where you are to where you want to go? Are you willing to do that? Because if you are, you will win. You will win. If you're not, or if you're scared to, then you're not going to until you, till you conquer your fear and understand some will, some won't. So what? Somebody's waiting for you. There's somebody out there waiting for you today, but you got to get the message in, in, in the marketplace. And hopefully it's at the right time in that person's life. Guys, it's not, it's nothing beyond this. There's nothing. Dale, what should I say here? How do I close this? How do I do? Look, it's all about being value focused, care about people, believing in what you have to take to the marketplace, and then just getting through the numbers. Then do it fast. Do it fast. It's easier to do this business fast than it is slow. And I'm, beginning to think that the only way to do this business is do it fast. And I'm going to continue to think about that and and, and watch and document. But uh, again, going back to Heather, I mean, she didn't let the grass grow under her feet. Boom, boom, every day putting in one, two, three, four people. Boom, 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 boom. It was like popcorn going off because she attacked the market. She got into the market. She got her plane off the ground. That's what it takes. We don't have time to burp and diaper and date people. You know, I had somebody ask me, Dale, I would like to meet you for a cup of coffee to talk about that. I don't have time to meet you for a cup of coffee. You know, have you ever created an organization? I mean, how long have you been in the business? Well, I've been in the I've been I've been in network marketing for twelve years. How long have you been full time? Well, I've never been full time. What's the largest organization you've ever built? Well, I had about twenty five people in one company. Awesome. Why do we need to sit down and have coffee? What can I not answer for you over the phone instead of driving forty five minutes, which is the Starbucks he wanted to meet at? off the interstate when he was coming through to Atlanta. And it's like, I don't have time for that. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I mean, you know, I, I can get somebody else to meet you, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do it. And it's just crazy, guys. What, what we see, it's like I, I could waste three hours on one person that will probably not join, or if they do, will, will probably join and uh, maybe get engaged but never get launched. You see what I'm saying? From a leadership standpoint, you got to be real. I mean, I believe that everybody can do this business, but I don't know who is going to do it. I've had people that I knew were going to do phenomenal here that haven't sponsored their first person. I don't under, I don't know why. How could you do so well in one company and get here and not sponsor anybody? I don't understand. I've had other people that I didn't really expect a lot of that are doing phenomenal. They're progressing to moving forward every single month, and I'm as proud as I can be of them. And everybody in between. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's fascinating. It really is. Number four is you have people, and I have people, that are in a consistent, ry- consistent rhythm. Consistent rhythm. They're get they're in a consistent rhythm. Uh, they've got it launched. 
Now they're in a rhythm. They understand that you've got to run when you can run because life happens. But they're in a consistent rhythm every single day, every single week. They're making new contacts. They're following up. They're they're getting their people plugged in. You know, they're getting their people plugged in once they join. They understand it's not just about getting them in. It's keeping them in, helping them move forward. And they're in a consistent recruiting rhythm themselves. But they're also very conscious of their people where they are in the six stages and helping them move forward. And I have some people that I know in the past, I've seen them in a very consistent rhythm who haven't even, who haven't launched yet, who haven't even engaged yet. Will they ever engage? I don't know. Some will, some won't. I cannot worry about it. I can't think too much about it. I just have to help the ones that, that are moving forward. And, and, you know, I, and then on the other case, other hand of the other flip side of it is you have a lot of people that just want to ask a ton of questions and get me on the phone and spend a lot of time and have never they haven't they haven't even figured out what their top three top 20 50 names to practice with are yet I, i'm not i can't spend time there i've got to spend it with the people that i can have the most impact with so consistent effort doesn't always produce consistent results, but it always creates success. So when people get in that consistent rhythm, man, I love to see that every single week. Boom, 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 boom. Because consistent effort doesn't always bring consistent results, but it always creates success. And when you get in a rhythm and you understand life's going to happen, so I have to run when I can run. I got to run when I can run because there's going to be times in my life when I can't run. And they understand that philosophy and they don't take a day for granted. And they're out there every day doing what needs to be done. They're, they're, they know how to motivate themselves when they get off of a 10 hour shift at their JLB. They get home. They're tired. They're hungry. They're aggravated with their boss, but they know how they have to, they have to get their message in the marketplace. They get their heads right. They might listen to a couple, uh, some music to get them going and, they decide I'm going to win today. I'm not going to sleep until I win. I'm going to win today. I'm going to win today. I'm going to get that message in the market. And I have a lot of people like that that I'm so proud of, so proud of. But that's what it takes, that consistent rhythm, because you've got to learn how to run when you can run. I talk about this MLM success, the podcast 57 is titled Run When You Can Run, if you're not familiar with that concept. The activities that you do today determine your future. They just do. Successful people are willing to do for a short period of time what most aren't so they can do for the rest of their life what most can't. So those in the consistent rhythm, I love when people get it launched and then get in a rhythm. Now I feel like I've got somebody that's really going to progress and move forward in this, in this program. They're not stuck in a, in a, you know, a situation where they've signed up and doing nothing or they're just engaged, but have not launched or are stuck in a state of fear. You know, they're in a rhythm. And again, guys, do you, do you have any idea how many times in the last 40 years I've watched people come through these processes? How many I've seen come, how many people I've seen get behind a hurdle and never get past it and, and want to talk about their hurdle for the next five years 
instead of knocking that thing down or jumping over it or going under it and reading the right books or finding the training programs, somebody that can help them through that hurdle, reprogram their mind, get that hurdle gone out of the way. There's people like that, that started when I started that were scared of the phone like I was scared of the phone who never got past it. And now they're probably being laid off at a job somewhere. I mean, really? And, and, and it's, I'm not to, trying to pat my own back, but I'm trying to say what I'm talking about, guys, I've experienced personally and I've helped and seen and watched other people come down these processes. Number five is they have the skill sets and mindsets, time management and lead generation activities to produce, to enroll five new customers slash distributors a month. I'm sure I did a podcast on five a month. I've said it many times. If you can enroll five new people a month as customers and our distributors, you can control your destiny in this profession, and that's with any company, especially with this one because you're only building two lines. So it goes back to the spinning plates concept. If you have five new people coming in and you can, and you're building two lines, then you can put three in this line and two in this one if you need to balance it out. Or if this one needs more help, you put all five in that one this month. And when you get to five a month, when you have the skill sets, mindsets, lead generation activities, you're getting through enough people where you can recruit five people a month. You 100% control your destiny in this profession. Five a month. Man, that's the magic right there. That should be the goal for many of you listening because many of you have launched. Many of you are are getting in a consistent rhythm. you got to get your skill sets, mindsets, lead generation activities to the point where you're enrolling five new people a month and you control your destiny. The sixth and final place that my my only goal really is to get people to level six which is a leader who is at a point of delegation number six is a leader who is at the point of delegation uh, I've recommended leadership in the one minute manager for many many years uh, when you build teams in the beginning you direct people Direct, direct. This is what you do. This is what you do. Direction, direction. If people don't want to follow the direction, then they can do it on their own or they can quit. But direct. And then you coach. Okay. So you coach. They, 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 they took an action. They got a response and then you coach them through it. And I've said, I've said 300 times in the last two and a half months to different people that I'm working with who've talked to people who've created a contact, uh, maybe somebody they knew who, for whatever reason, the timing was not right. And I've said 300 times, did you remember to ask them, Hey, no problem. Can I get your postal mailing address so I can get some samples in your hands? That has got to become part of the system, part of everything that they do every day, and I understand that. So I'm coaching, 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 coaching. They did everything right. And see, some people get offended by that because they did everything right. It went well, uh, but this is going on. They're going to contact them in January or whatever. 
and they're wanting praise. And, and, and I do appreciate the fact that they're doing things and getting in the marketplace and doing things right, but it's still my responsibility to coach. So some people don't like that. And, and, but I'm trying to help. It's like if, if you contact 20 people and the timing wasn't right, but you were able to get samples in their hands versus the 20 people and the timing wasn't right and you're done, you increase your odds of success. You stack the odds of success in your favor by getting samples in their hands. It's just that simple. It's just, and again, we can't, I, I don't believe in shortcuts. I don't like mediocrity in myself or anybody else. So I'm going to coach. I'm going to coach. And I believe you can say anything to anybody as long as you do it from a love in your heart for that person and for seeing them maximize their upside potential in this profession. So you direct, you coach, and then you get to a point where they know what to do. They know what to say. They've done it a dozen times. Uh, then you just support them. You encourage, you recognize. So you go from a directing stage to a coaching stage to a supporting stage, and eventually that person gets to a point of delegation. So that's kind of a recap of where we are. Um, I'm very excited. You know, at the end of our second month, we only had about 300 members on our team, and Many of them are making more money than they've ever made in the profession, and myself and other leaders are shocked at the amount of income we're making at this early stage of the game. Uh, I mean, our first month was thirteen and a half thousand, and last month was three dollars short of twenty thousand. So, I mean, we're excited, you know, considering it's early stages, and we understand, you know. With three hundred members, this can be created. What's it going to look like when we have ten thousand? 40,000, 50,000, or my go of 125,000. So a lot of people excited, making money, having fun. Uh, I know the amount of focus and commitment to our team uh, that's, that's going to take, and I'm willing to do that because I sincerely know that the stars have lined up and we're working with a legacy company. I also know that being in the field, and leading by example is a better strategy than just sitting behind a podcast microphone. Uh, I hope there's value in people watching me implement the systems into our team um, than just talking about it to take everything that I've talked about for years and, and then seeing it actually being done. Uh, you know, I understand that it's common knowledge that those that can't do teach. And I would agree with that in 99% of the cases, but it's never been in my case. Um, and all those that accused me over the years that, uh, Oh yeah, Dale did it once. He got lucky once, but he could never do it again. Well, I've never failed in any company. I just remind you of that. And I don't know a lot about a lot of subjects, but I believe in people, and I especially believe in 27 percenters. And I know that people give us one year of their life and get engaged and get launched and get plugged in. They won't believe the real personal growth 
that they will experience. They won't recognize themselves in a year. I know that. I've, I've seen it way too many times because they're going to become more, much more self-aware. They're going to become aware of their internal conversations they're having with themselves, how they're using their time, where they're spending their thoughts. And honestly, I think that's probably what I love about this profession the most is to see the people that will never be the same because they were here. Uh, so there you got it. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that's the six distinct stages to network marketing success. Sponsor, engage, launch, get into a consistent rhythm, and develop the skill sets, mindsets, and activities to, to enroll five new people a month and become a leader that I or someone else can delegate to. Those are the six distinct stages. And again, when I look at everybody on our team, all 300 of them, however many there are, that's, that's where I'm trying to figure out what do I have? Where are they? Uh, and again, the start stops most people, the launch. The launch is what stops most people, and usually it's because of fears. And so we have to recognize that and get through that. And I have people right now that are stuck in a in a place, a, a state of fear, but they understand that they're looking at the most unique opportunity that's ever existed that I've ever seen in 40 years in this profession, and they don't want to miss it. So what do they have to be? They have to work on their self-talk. They have to read what to say when you talk to yourself. They have to read the seven-day mental diet. They have to listen to the right stuff. They need some affirmations to, to get through the fear. If it's fear of the phone or whatever the fear is, get through the fear. And that's hopefully what most of them are doing right now. And then we have people that have launched, and we have people that are in that consistent rhythm, and we have people that are doing five a month. And I have a few leaders right now that I can delegate to, and I know that that I can depend upon people that I can get in the foxhole with that have come down this road with me. That's what I, that's, that's it. That's the game. I've said it many times. If you build people, people will build the business. Your long-term income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that are developed on your team. Distributors come and go. They're a revolving door, but developed leaders stay. People that have come through these six processes that we've talked about, these six steps, and they will stay with you. And dynamite's not going to poach them, (laughs) use that word, poach them out of your team. Dynamite won't. That's the path, guys. That is the path. And I hope you found value in this. I appreciate you listening. Uh, This is Dale Calvert. We'll talk to you next week on another session of the MLMSuccess.com podcast. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, 
and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.